Hey, hey, hey. We, hey. <laughs> we back. We're finally back. We are finally back. I feel like we've been gone for more than a week, but hey, that means it was a good it was break. more we than needed... a week, I feel like. Listen, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a good week. week. It was a good week. Good break. I mean, um, yeah, all in all, I think we both are a little rejuvenated. So thank you all if you're tuning in now. Happy Pride Month. We are celebrating because we are supporters and allies and we're celebrating all week or all month long for Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate you tuning in. Feel free to subscribe to our YouTube page. You're welcome to share this link, whether you're on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. And um, yeah, happy West Coast Wednesdays. That's happy what I got to say. Okay. <laughs> Let's get our guest on. Um, he's a good friend of both of ours. He's one of your longtime friends. Uh, and he's also a great community advocate for the LGBTQ community, as well as an author that I just learned this basically today. So I'm going to need the full deets. Uh, please welcome Mr. Andre Wade. Hello. Hi, Andre. Hi. My attorney doing? cleared my presence, so I decided to pop on. <laughs> Your PR person. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Hey, so I'm a little uh, hurt by this, but when you when uh, I got the news that you're an author now, and I and I saw this beautiful cover to an I don't know if the book was already released, but I want the details because this is your book. Yes, it is. I am just now starting to tell people in advance of it coming out. So um, Mo asked me if I wanted to share. Um, the cover says, I said, let me plug this book. And so yes. here we are. And so thank you, ladies, for uh, allowing me to do a little preview. Well, please give us some details on the book. So essentially, this book is um, part of a larger book, which is also called Seven Ways to Disappear uh, that I've been working on, it's, which is about uh, four friends in L.A. Um, the week of um, September 11th. And so when September 11th happens, um, they all um, are in a state of despair. And so they choose a way that they're going to disappear. So within the book um, is also the smaller book. That's why it's called Seven Ways to Disappear, the book within the book, because it outlines seven ways that someone can um, literally, metaphysically, and symbolically disappear. And so it's a really uh, concise book. Um, but it's a work of fiction, but it's really just based upon um, how we have those thoughts and feelings about wanting to disappear from our lives. Oh, I love okay. that. <laughs> when did this, it. how did this start? How did, when did this come about? When I lived in LA, I was part of a, um, I began being in part of a writing group. And so when, when September 11th happened, um, I was living in LA and a few days afterwards, me and some friends uh, went out as we do on a usual like weekend night. And it was just after September 11th. So the move was really, really weird and somber. But I remember being in the um, bar chatting with a random guy who lived in LA, didn't know anyone that lived in New York and wasn't directly affected by September 11th, but was profoundly impacted by it, where he was just really, really evaluating his life and his relationships. And it just thought, it really struck me as really interesting that 
something like that can really cause us to think about our our lives. And not that September 11th wasn't a big deal, but it's just interesting that someone that wasn't directly affected and was, you know, thousands of miles away um, was just reevaluating the weight in their lives. And so that was sort of part of the genesis of um, the idea for the these books. Oh, okay. So it's a series of books. Gotcha. Well, it's the the main book, Seven Ways to Disappear, and then the smaller book, with this, which is inside that book. Um, so I decided to pull that out and publish it sooner rather than later, because uh, that was always the, the idea. And so uh, we're going to get the small uh, version of uh, the book with inside the book. Hence the book in within the book. Got you. Wonderful. So when is there going to be like a pub, like a book party, like a release date or something that we should know about? Yeah, I'm gonna. It should be released in about a month. It's in uh, the production phase, and I am gonna have a book release, so you all will be invited. And uh, yeah, looking forward to folks not only making a purchase but doing some comments, so we can get those algorithms going for Amazon and those other sites. But, <laughs> um, I really do think it's something that people can like identify with, just these general feelings of wanting to disappear and the ways that we. We, we go about it, but uh, yeah. So more to come, and y'all better be there. We gotta be there. I'll see if my attorney approves it or not. Oh, I'll see okay. if my agent will allow me to make a, a, a appearance. Have your agent attorney call my my yes, my agent should be able. I, sh I should be able to be not booked on that day. Okay. Social calendar should be quite open for that. Like whatever one. day it's gonna be. Right, whatever day it's gonna be, I think my agent will approve it. Right. That's yes. good. That's good. Speaking of agents and appearances, I mean, you have been all over some news stations and different um, social media posts in regards to your advocacy for the LGBTQ community. Is there some things going on right now that we should be abreast of? I know that um, the midterms just happened yesterday and that was a good chance for people to be voting and using their voice to hopefully make some kind of changes in our local uh, government and such. But what kind of topics or what kind of uh, things are happening within the LGBTQ community that maybe you're working on or that you could tell us about? Uh, yeah, thank you for that. So my the organization I work for, um, Silver State Equality, we're having an equality luncheon on Thursday, June 23rd at 12 to 1.30. It is going to be at the Culinary Academy. And it is an opportunity for folks to learn about some of the LGBTQ plus inclusive bills and HIV related bills that passed in the last legislative session here in Nevada and get a preview of some of the priority bills for civil state equality for the next legislative session. And uh, we're also going to hear about a few uh, community initiatives happening. And we are honoring City Councilman Brian Knudsen as well. He's a longtime friend of mine uh, who's a city councilman right now. And so we want to honor him for his visibility and his work in the community. So those that's one um, thing that's coming up. And we might have a, a mixer um, later on in the, the month at a to-be-determined time and place. But uh, if that happens, I hope that you'll uh, come by. It'll be downtown again. Oh, OK. OK. Nice. Yeah, yeah. There was the end of event that yeah. was really good. It was over at Davies, right? That she partnershiped with them and Rebar and had like a whole tada, which was it looked like a great turnout. It was a lot of fun. I wish that it wasn't at the same time as Girl Chat Sports because I would have loved to have y'all there because you always come out and support 
Uh, but yeah, we um, had some performances uh, by, let's see, Mr. Gay USA Nevada, uh, CJ Edwards, and um, my staff member, Mario, he, he danced as well. And then we had some drag performers. And uh, people had a, a really good time, even though it was a little on the warm side uh, last <laughs> yeah. week. People stuck it out. I was surprised. I thought people were ready to be like, look, I'm going inside. But they, uh, <laughs> they, hung, they hung in there and got some really great feedback on the food, which I had nothing to do with. That's probably why it was delicious. <laughs> and yeah, it was open bar. And so we're really thankful for uh, Weed Maps for uh, covering uh, that event for us. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Wow. So um, bringing it into more of a sports spectrum here, I mean, I there's been a lot all. of... I'm sorry. What? We're gonna get on. We were gonna get on Rafael Nadal in just a few minutes. Like we were gonna. I mean, we can talk about, about him now. You know, I just wanted to kind of, I guess, far as to kind of um, get your understanding or your perspective on some of the more like recent things that have been happening with sports in regards to like transgenders in sports and their legality of being able to play. I know a lot of states have already gone into trying to keep them from playing sports. Um, you know, what kind of, what kind of I guess, is there anything that's happening legislative-wise that you know of, especially maybe out here or other places that are impacting transgender and maybe your thoughts on transgenders in sports? Uh, yeah, there's no um, uh, transgender sports bills out here in uh, Nevada specifically, but we do have provisions that allow students to um, engage in curriculum, um, extracurriculum activities in sports, uh, regardless of their, their gender. And so there are probably a couple of dozen of anti, well, anti-transgender sports bills throughout the, the nation. Uh, there are different uh, state legislative bodies that are introducing the bills and passing the bills, which is uh, a concern. Um, you know, with my thoughts around transgender folks in sports is that people should have equal opportunity to participate in sports uh, based upon their gender identity. And folks are really still trying to figure out what that means and what it looks like, even from a policy perspective. And so you'll have uh, the NAA, not NAACP, NAA, NCAA. Wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and sports bodies, you know, coming up with policies about how long someone needs to be on um, hormones and um, other measures before they can engage in different sports activities. Um, and I know people, you know, think that it's, it's not fair and, and all of these things. And I think these are valid concerns that people have that over time, the policies have to be worked out and even people's um, acceptance of transgender um, athletes uh, hopefully will change for the better um, in time. And uh, there are just probably, transgender folks are probably 1% of the overall population in the US. When you think about trans athletes, it's even um, fewer people. And so it's really interesting just how these massive conversations are happening about such a small minority of people. But these are conversations that need to be had. These are discussions that we need to hear. Um, and so eventually I hope that we can just get to a place of um, inclusion, whatever, whatever that might look like for, for athletes and other, for all athletes, including trans athletes. 
I was going to ask you too, does it look like, okay, since we're celebrating Pride Month and you know how the kickoff is the 1st of June and you see all these major sports leagues always representing like it's Pride Month, let's celebrate. Do you see the needle moving at all in any type of inclusivity when it comes to that in major league sports? Like, I feel like it's like they're promoting it, but are they really advocating it, you know? And um, do you by chance see anything that's maybe changed throughout the years past as far as the leagues go when it comes to NFL, MLB, NBA, or any of that as far as representation or WNBA for that matter? Right. Yeah. Uh, very good question. So overall, there's this corporate takeover of pride and we're going to start seeing it with Juneteenth. We're already starting to see it. Right. And so there is this eye rolling with corporations just jumping on um, pride and even capitalizing off of it, monetizing off of it. You know, it goes from like, sort of like, wow, they see us as visibility to like, okay, like, why are you really doing this for these 30 right. days? Um, so the the visibility and the, the effort is cool, but we always question like, what does it look behind the scenes? So when it comes to, to sports, it's, it's the same thing. Like, it's great that you are talking about uh, the community and you're having your rainbow rainbow um, images like during the games or whatever it might look like because again those things are important it's a tactic um, but if you are having problems with um, recruiting and hiring and keeping um, athletes and staff members and um, front staff uh, front office members then you know that is telling of itself mm -hmm. and I think it's great that the Olympics really highlighted, or during the Olympics, uh, there was highlighting of um, LGBTQ athletes and the number of, which like a record breaking. And so that that's good. And we hear probably, you know, I'm going to make up a number, but like once a month, you know, some athlete um, in some sport, um, as whatever level it might be, is coming out as um, LGBTQ plus, which is great, it's promising, um, but we just want to make sure that when people come out, that they're coming out and um, are being supported and have a sense of safety uh, because at the end of the day, we're talking about people who just want to live, thrive and survive and do that in yeah. a way that they can engage in the things that they like and the, the way that they want to make money and make a living. So uh, yeah. we're moving forward, I think. Okay. Well, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I do. I know there was things. like there was like recent stories that you know there was I think the the Marlins there was like the six players who refused to wear any of the pride gear for their game I think earlier right. this month. But then there was an, also another player I forgot which team he played for. He basically ensured that the, that team supported LGBTQ and had a, some kind of pride celebration before he even signed with the team. And they showed his Instagram and he's always you know waving like um oh I think it was the White Sox. He's like waving white socks, like a pride um, uh, flag and kind of be just always being out there to support the community. So I think it's important in that respect. But yeah, it'd be we definitely don't want um, what's happening behind the scenes to be affected in a negative light. So, right. yeah. 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 And I, you know, I think we need allies. So it, it's great that folks are stepping up. And even for people who are like protesting and not wanting to wear, you know, pride flag, like whatever, you know, do you? Um, but I just hope that you know things like that doesn't translate into like, okay, if you have a uh, a queer player on your team, does that then mean that there's going to be some repercussions and violence towards this person if they come on the team? You know, right. while you're displaying this mm -hmm. stuff, and so 
that's kind of for me that's kind of where you kind of think okay this this is happening but then what about these other things that, that might come into effect and so they're just things that to, to be yeah because it kind of changes about. that perception and symbolism of the whole thing like if you're not going to do it it almost gives that perception off like you're not supportive to a certain degree or mm-hmm. what's your real reason as to why it's just you know i don't understand why you can't yeah and that that's always the the question people just have like these really big misconceptions and ideas about the community that's based on religion or things that's been right. carried down through family and word of mouth and it's just you know it's just bizarre and all out over the place but that's you know how people feel that's how that's what they believe so yeah well and one other thing too is um we all know Dwayne wade has a a, a transgender um daughter um and i know that he was i think shocked by it at first and he said that he needed to kind of understand and read it you know and kind of understand what that meant and how to do you know how to work with it and be supportive is there places like let there's people watching the show today maybe here in Las Vegas or nationally, is there places or resources that parents can go to, to help learn more, to maybe be supportive for their child that could be trying, you know, maybe changing identity or feeling that, you know, identity change where they're maybe questioning their sexuality or their, or their identity? Uh, Yeah, there are uh, local and uh, national resources. Um, not to put so, you on the spot. No, Not that you had him on no, today, no, but <laughs> no, this stuff is like all lodged in yeah. here. Uh, but I was just gonna quickly comment on Dwayne Wade, my my play cousin. That uh, <laughs> you know, even when someone comes, when we come out, like we want people to accept us immediately, and you know, we've had time to think about our coming out and plan for it and all that. Right. And so we also need to give other people time to to accept us and come to terms with it because there's a loss there as well, just like there's a potential loss for us. And so I think it's just very natural for Dwayne to have uh, that reaction. But, you know, he came out on the other side to where he was accepting. And it takes a lot of education and time and talking with other people to see like what that means for your child and what it means for your family and your extended family and your extended community because you have to now navigate those waters. Um, But so at the LGBTQ Center, there is a program called Pivot. It is designed for parents and caregivers to um, go through, I think it's six or seven weeks, they may have changed it, um, to learn about um, what it means to be LGBTQ, have an LGBTQ child. Um, And then there's a separate track for the children or young people if they want to participate as well for them to get a sense of their identity. And there's a portion of it that has to do with communication because we all have our communication styles that maybe mm-hmm. work or don't work. And so when it comes right. around these changes in identity and family dynamics, we have to have some communication. So there's some conversations about that as well. And so that's at the LGBTQ Center. They offer the the, the course Pivot um, a few times a year because it's you know, like six or seven weeks um, at a time. But then this is based upon uh, work of Dr. Caitlin Ryan uh, with the Family Acceptance Project. Um, I first learned about it um, when I was working at the Nationalized in Homelessness in D.C. back in like 2010. And I've been promoting it ever since. And it's just a she, she did research to find out that the more accepting people are of their child who comes out, the more likely they're to have the, the child to have positive outcomes. And the more rejecting they are, 
the more likely the child's to have negative outcomes. And wow. so, you know, often families and parents reject their children out of love and safety and concern. Um, but we just need to know that the more accepting you are, the more likely a kid is to thrive because if the more rejection someone has, the more likely they're experiencing depression, suicide ideation, engage in risky behaviors and, and those sorts of things. Um, and then she also took into consideration uh, faith and religion and just, just encouraging parents to like, you to believe what you believe and think what you believe, that that's fine. It's not about trying to change your, your mind or religion, but just to know that the more accepting you are of your child, the better off they're gonna be. So if you can find the, the ability to, to do that, mm-hmm. the better off your, your child would, would be. So um, folks can also look into Family Acceptance Project um, that's nice. Uh, with Dr. Kevin Ryan for resources. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, like free we to can be talk. Me. Yeah, right? <laughs> What's that song? Just love me, Dan. Just love me. Shoot. Isn't there a song called Free to Be Me? It's an old song back in the day. Carrie mm-hmm. used to yeah. sing it. But it's called, I have to yeah. look into it. But yeah. But that makes so much sense with you saying that, you know, the more accepting they are, the more they can flourish. And I think that's even also in any kind of thing with, um, any child that's growing up that wants to choose any type of path and it's not forced upon that they play sports or they do Mm -hmm. this or do that. I think it's like when you give that accepting of options and let them explore and figure out who they are as they're developing, it seems like it would be a very good successful outcome. So I love the point of that being made, not even only for that with LGBTQ plus IA, but also just in norm society should be that anyway. Like it's kind of crazy that, that um, some don't do that. Well, the world is changing and people just can't accept yeah. anything. <laughs> it's like, it's acceptance is hard. Acceptance is hard true. on a lot of different you know. levels. It really is. So, but um, yeah. the support yeah, though, is and, there. Needs and to be people there. don't know, we don't know that much about sexuality in general. Right. We definitely don't know much about sexual orientation and gender identities and stuff. So people are really basing their information off of just fear, misinformation, things they learned in the playground, the 1980s on school. And so <laughs> yeah. it's just hard to right. make people up to speed. And I'm privileged to be able to, you know, I kind of just think and read and talk about this stuff all day, but I don't know what I would think if I had nothing to do with um, the LGBTQ community or if I didn't identify myself. So I definitely give people grace and no, no tea, no shade, but I just hope people can, uh, you know, come around. Well, right. I think that's the hardest part is that people make all these assumptions without having any knowledge or having read anything or any understanding of, you know, family dynamics or like the sexuality and identity. And they just make all these assumptions or coming out of left field with attacks and hate um, on innocent people. And that's what I think is that, you know, you don't realize what you're saying on social media as a platform, what that, who's seeing that, how that's getting relayed to other people and how that may either affect you in the future or possibly even affect like any kids or family members that you may have that are possibly going to be coming out at some point too. So mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, people should just, well, you react to things that you don't know about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where it just stems from. If you don't know about it, you're reacting a certain way. It's just not having any kind of background onto understanding, but cause you don't know. And so you're right. just reactionary no. and, and lashing out on something you really do not know or take the time to know, you know, no. it's like your fear sets in and it's like, you have this, fear for no reason. Yeah. That <laughs> and, never happens to me. Huh? <laughs> that never happens to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 
Right. You overreact? Never. Right. Uh, <laughs> jump to a conclusion. Yeah, jump to conclusions. <laughs> right. All of that. All right. Let's talk about your main guy here. I heard this yeah. was a cool picture by your PR, so I thought we would share it. Yeah, yes, uh, yes. You know, I'm not a huge tennis fan, but we know you are all things tennis and your guy here, Nadal. Yes. Um, give us a little um, understanding of this picture, or like, you know, what's happening. Just why the love for this guy? Like, let's just yeah. start there. Like, why Why are we so fixated on this guy? <laughs> You Why? know, I I started watching tennis back in 2005 or six, um, and it was because of Serena and Venus. And I back then I just knew that when Wimbledon was coming on, the French Open, the U.S. Open, so I just thought tennis was just like four times a year, right? I didn't realize there was these other matches that were happening. <laughs> and so as I started. <laughs> As I started to to watch, you know, you started to see like all the great players. You see all these players over and over, and that's when I learned about um, Federer and Nadal and um, Djokovic and Andy Murray and and all the other other women that were playing. And it was just something about Nadal and his game. Like Federer has the the grace, the finesse, the style, um, and Nadal was just and is like this bull, like this terror, you know, it's just, he's so aggressive. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I always thought that Djokovic and Andy at that time, like just had a similar match, which was more like, to me at the time, Federer than Nadal. Nadal just seemed like a, someone of, uh, on his own. And it just, I just gravitated to to him. And, and at this point, you know, it was either him or Federer uh, winning. So again, I just thought like, they were always gonna win forever. Just I didn't know much about tennis, but yeah, it was just something about them, and like they were just like the top ones, and just kind of fell into it where I just became uh, really and got really into to tennis again. Really, Serena and Venus. Thank you, Mom. Oh, <laughs> and, and Wimbledon is coming up. So I know usually when we're trying to plan something, you're like, I'm sorry, I got to be up at four in the morning for tennis <laughs> to watch tennis, or you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, and so. Serena is returning after about a year off. Um, the last time she was at Wimbledon, I believe it was, she lost in the first round. She had an, an yeah. injury. And so I've uh, been looking for her to return and try to get some more trophies. You know, yeah, Nadal's so she, at 22 yeah. and um, Serena's at 23, trying to get to 24. And so... And this is a wild card for her. This is not necessarily yeah. her getting in necessarily in a sense. It's like the wild card action for her. Yeah. Yeah. When, so she, you know, when you're a boss this. like that, you can just kind of I didn't even in. know there were wild yeah. cards, but I guess she was one of six people that got right. wild cards too. What which are I thought that though, Drake? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm all for it. Yes. <laughs> you don't think her time has passed? You don't think like it's like oh. it's it's as far as is it time for her to call it? Because she was getting owned by these young players. Let's be clear. I don't want to ever go out on a note where I'm being embarrassed and sunned on my, when I know I have all of these accolades <laughs> getting outplayed and outmatched, you know? So well, maybe I, she's been in hard in training and, you know, wants to give it one more whirl. Yeah, I mean, she's been in training before, but these up and comers who have aspired to yeah. be like her, that Well, because they're like her, 14, 15, yes, 16, like dominated. Yeah. Well, you know, they have the love for the game. And so Venus yeah. is still out there playing. 
And um, I think Serena will probably just want to, to play as well. I, I feel like, kind of to where you're getting to at Mo, Serena would probably call it quits sooner than Venus would because she just wouldn't want to sit there and not win. But I think Venus just wants to play and always go on the court thinking she's going to, or, you know, trying to do her best. So I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm rock with her. I just got to be okay with her not winning all the time anymore. Yeah. That's well, she's currently ranked at 1,208th because she has not played in over a year. So <laughs> she's got a little mm -hmm. work to do, I guess, and hopefully can so, win into this. I don't know what the wild card situation is for Wimbledon, but I'm assuming it's kind of like maybe a playoff to get into to, to win a spot. I don't know. Um, hopefully she can succeed and, and do that. Oh, I think we'd all love to see. I think tennis, you know, I'm sure the viewership and the viewers grow whenever there's a, a Serena or a Venus showing um, in, a, in a situation like that. But hey. Yeah. And I am going to be getting tickets to the U.S. Open. I still Ooh. haven't gone yet. So I'm finally oh. going. That's uh, great. Okay. Though. Okay. You yeah. gotta do that. I gotta see Nadal and Serena and all these folks. I, it's it's taking this long. I'm embarrassed. Yeah, it's long overdue. <laughs> you you really need to do that and add that to your list for real. Like I'm so happy for you that you're finally doing that because you really need to. Yeah, definitely yeah, do yes, that. Yeah. Most mm -hmm. instead of sitting on that couch at five in the morning, you could be there. Well, special exactly. girl power yeah. shout out to Serena. We hope that this comeback of sorts yeah. can pay off. You know, hey, I mean, maybe you are a Tom Brady goat to where you can be playing into your older years of your sport. But hopefully uh, we'll get to see some good play out of her uh, if in Wimbledon if she can get make it through it. She uh, will. She will. Some hot topics. Um, <laughs> Let's get into it, Mel. Hot topics. Yes. Uh, our Vegas Gold Knights are now on coach number three. We've got uh, Bruce Cassidy was named as the team's head coach yesterday. He has a winning record. He coached for the, the Bruins. Bruins. Right? He got yeah. canned um, even after a winning season with them. Um, he's got 30 victories in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Very experienced head coach. So, Hey. I guess I guess we'll see what happens, but I know that the team is right now I think like seven million over salary cap for next season, so there's going to be some more adjustments to be made. Um, I don't know. We'll see how that goes for for the Vegas Gold Knights, but congrats on at least getting uh, that new coach. I also wanted to bring up Brittany Griner. She her um, court date has been extended to July second. Looks like the prosecution requested another uh, delay in that, so. We're still hopeful for free BG. Um, there's a lot going on, and uh, it's just—I don't know. It's starting to be uh, the same news every day, and hopefully, something will change for her. I hope so. Like I'm—I'm I'm just, you know, this is so ridiculous and crazy. The fact that she yeah. is, um, you know, extended again in this whole detention thing. Did we lose Dre? Mm -hmm. We lost him. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's back. He's coming back. He's like me. He had a bathroom ah, break. <laughs> El like you disappeared, you came back. You're like me. I do that too. I'll disappear and I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but anyway, so, the uh, grinders, I'm just sick of this. I'm sick of the fact that she is still over there in this detention, mm -hmm. if you will, will, and we still are uh having to try to make some type of arrangements or or pleads of help or whatever to get her out of this this situation. I mean, it's it's just getting to be crazy now. Now I'm just like, 
what are they it's doing? Ridiculous. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's not political pause. And why aren't we doing anymore? anything? And, and why, 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 why are we not doing more? What's going right. on? What is you think LeBron on? James going to be sitting in Russia no, for not 112, 13, 14 no, days? Like... No, not at all. Not at all. That's that's what I was. It's crazy. Yeah. That's the whole point I was making before this. Yeah. I just, oh so they God. extended her, was like their her hearing or something? Extended? No, extended her, yeah, a, pretty much. Well, it's sending her hearing till the July 2nd. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her, right. She still hasn't had a hearing. No. So they're keeping her in detained even longer. <clears throat> so basically extending her, her stay. Yeah. In this jail out there. But uh, speaking of LeBron James, he on his show, The Shop, had mentioned how, you know, he's a newly found billionaire. And he had mentioned how he wanted to have a part ownership in an NBA team in Las Vegas. Of course, there's been news, of course, that the expansion teams will be coming to Las Vegas and Seattle. Do you feel like that might be the move for LeBron? Who are you asking, me or Dre? Either of you. Tell me. okay. Well, probably you. You're the you're the, you're the Laker fan, so yeah, I'm a Laker fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm a LeBron fan off the court too, as well. Yeah. But I, which I would be, know. I think, a dope move. But I don't know. It would be. Yeah. I mean, they just announced on the news today that the uh, Foley uh, group, the same group that owned the old Golden Knights, also slated to have this casino arena on the south end of the Strip near Blue Diamond and stuff. And if they built the arena, who knows what that goes into play with LeBron? I love the idea. I don't have a problem with yeah. it. Just don't be a GM for this team. Be the owner. Don't be the GM. Hire yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have he's gonna have Bronny playing for the Las Vegas squad. I don't mind that because Bronny's youthful. I just don't want these old heads. Don't let me fall into this rabbit hole of him <laughs> and his selections and his choice making when it comes to teams and NBA. But I, I would be all for this if he could get a majority stake ownership. He would be slated to be like the second black owner of amazing. an NBA team, and that would be awesome to see. You know, if he could get a majority stake in that. Um, and mm-hmm. to reach that legendary status of a billionaire is just very impressive, you know, within the span of his career. An imaginable right. kid from Akron starting in the age of 17 into this life. So that, that's very impressive. But I don't think he was BSing about the talk of it. I think he was very sincere with it. I just would like that would be a, uh, that would be a great option if he's allowed to yeah. be in the space and have a seat at the table to do so. That's where I, you know, I would love that. It's just a matter of the others that would feel like, does he belong in this group? You know what I mean? Well, hopefully, hopefully. And what I mean by others, like the owners and all of that, they're already in that fraternity of ownership of teams, like the Cubans and all of them, Mark Cuban and, and, you know, um, other owners. So I don't know, the Steve Ballmers and all of those out there would allow him in that space. So I'd be curious. Let's hope they do. Um, Maybe you can interpret this one for me, Andre. Los Jugadores Locos. We have a segment here. I know you're very fluent in Spanish. See, <laughs> sí. <Oui>. fluente en <laughs> um, français. Oui. So uh, we've got a few ca- people in my category for Jugadores Locos. Um, number one being this guy, Montrez Harrell. He got charged with drug trafficking after three pounds of marijuana was found in his car during a traffic stop back in May. It's a class D felony. However, his hearing isn't until like middle of July, but he could be facing some prison time. I mean, (laughs) three pounds of marijuana in your car rolling through Kentucky. I would think it's a little, it's a lot for a personal consumption amount to keep on you. I mean, I think the legal limit here in Nevada is like an ounce. 
12 ounces in a pound. He had three pounds. Yeah. Oh. I think it's ridiculous. So, Sorry. I, I think it's absolutely so, but, ridiculous. We're How legal did he get here in the state for weed. I mean, he was in Kentucky. But, I guess somebody, I don't know if he was driving or he was the passenger, but the car that was he was in or driving, I guess, was it too close to other cars so we got pulled over they did a search which i don't know how that was illegal and they came across the three pounds um ziplocked airtight containers whatever that was split up between 10 officers and taken home well, right exactly <laughs> that part mm-hmm. i mean but you know he's also in a in a state that it's not legal he was in a state that doesn't have i mean if it was in california maybe or nevada or washington or somewhere else but i i don't know if i get that so my That's thing stupid. is, if you're going to do that, like, you have to two and ten it and the <laughs> <Right>. speed limit. <laughs> right. Have Going all up. laws. <laughs> all laws. And who knows he was if he wasn't? And who knows if he wasn't just profiled being a black man driving in Kentucky? I mean, that's already is a call out. You might want to yeah. have you a different type of mule or somebody to, to run that. Right. You know what I mean? Going right. through states. So and why are you running it anyway? <laughs> I mean, the thing of it is, is it's stupid because it's, you know, this is something that's probably going to pass uh, as law going across the country. And yeah. the fact that yeah. you've got certain places that still are not on with this is just ridiculous. And as far as the charges go and the penalties for it is totally egregious. Um, so my other question is like, what was it his and what was he doing with it? Like, what was what's happening here? We would all love to know that. I mean, three pounds. It was in the car he was driving. But I'm like, I'm wondering, like, is this one of these I mean, things where you're just like, you I casually can't. just carry around with you. You don't just casually carry around three pounds of marijuana. I get that. I get that. But you got people we personally know that probably will welcome three pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, of course. Budget, I'm, I'm just mean, saying. You know. But it's just crazy to me that this is even a, a thing with this guy. And yeah. and that's unfortunate because like, the law is yeah. broken and it is the law, you know, at the same time. But God, mm-hmm. dog, it, we're, we're, we're rolling the thunder of the wave of these states passing <sighs> these legislatures to allow weed to be legal and all this. It's just kind of, I guess lot. I'm jaded because we're in a state where it's like, these aren't our problems. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Maybe he thought he was in Nevada and could just roll around. Maybe thought. I mean, rolling in Kentucky, he took a chance anyway on that. That was a big. You know better out there. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big risk to go through Kentucky. I mean, he couldn't go nowhere else. Yeah, it's like a duffel bag almost. Like it's almost like you didn't use your tire. Like I don't know. I don't know. We've seen too many shows. Like, and I'm surprised you, Melissa, of all people, quit Miss Queen of the Northwest, that you wouldn't have some tips or ideas <laughs> obey the laws really yeah. i mean come on you know yeah i just yeah. Uh, i don't know geez, i i think he was lot. bugged out for a minute for <laughs> thinking he should be able to drive through kentucky first of all that was his first mistake or yeah. secondly, put him up to it secondly yeah, to have that too is crazy but thirdly it's just egregious that they would have the penalties that he would face just for that and looking right. at other states where it is legal and it's just kind of interesting to me it's like him carting a whole bunch of cigarettes or alcohol somewhere through. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, another Hugadores Locos news. We had talked about this guy before in another situation, Tim Anderson with the White Sox. Well, he's back in the news this week because he's been married to his wife, um, Bria, for five or six years now. They have two kids. Supposedly, you know, White Sox fans know him to be a loving, caring man and husband and loves family values. His wife had posted a picture of them on Instagram over the weekend of them cuddled up and, you know, great, happy couple. Less than 24 hours later, um, apparently his side chick, possibly an influencer, had 
who was a best friend with Ari Fletcher, posted him in a car with her saying, this is the baby's daddy. Baby's daddy. And she even has a number seven tattooed on the middle of her chest, which is also his baseball number. So he got under Twitter attack over the weekend. And just, you know. It's the same Tim Anderson that had an issue with someone calling him Jackie, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a mess. I just... That's hey, if you have a side chick and she having your kid, why would you even want her videotaping you (laughs) and all this and putting it on social media and making it a trending viral topic? And that's just reckless and crazy. But maybe the wife knows about the side chick. Maybe this is something that they have the arrangement of, and 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 now not for nothing because. I don't understand any guy that would consensually allow uh, their second person, their sister wife to be filmed, <laughs> uh, knowing that they have a first wife. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, that's so polygamy life the arrangement, I mean, I don't know. But at the same time, it's just kind of stupid and reckless. And you know, the transparency's out there. If it wasn't her video, yes. it would be somebody else's video. Like, it's crazy. Yes. yes. He's definitely um, close for that, too. So I'm going to skip through a couple of things because, you know, we're getting a little close. To, I, we're, I'm trying to monitor time here. Um, but Andre, somewhat near out to your area, I just want to let you know, tomorrow the Vegas Golden Knights have another gas giveaway at Smith's at the Marketplace in Sky Canyon. So it's called the Night Up Gas Up. So people that come, it starts at 8. So, of course, there's going to be lines at like 6 o'clock, if not sooner. It starts at 8 a.m., they're going to give the first 800 cars up to $50 worth of gas. And all gas at this station will be 20 cents lower all day what? from Thursday into Friday. Wait, wait where is this? <laughs> <laughs> what time it's do the, I have to get up? It's the Smiths Marketplace, that brand new Smiths out there on Sky Canyon off the 95, like basically at Mount Charleston. Yeah, I still haven't been there. But um, I haven't so either. I feel like... How far is that? Waiting. It's going to be not for, <laughs> probably 10 minutes from. So you're burning 10 minutes of gas to save 20 minutes? 20, 20 but you can send 20 cents a gallon for all. So you could miss that whole event and miss the lines and probably still fill up for under 20, uh, for 20 cents per gallon less. Or you can try and make it there for the event and be one of the first 800 cars and get $50 of free gas. Oh, okay. I, I didn't hear that part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, a good look. Yes. Well, I will save my spot for someone else who uh, might need a little bit more than me. I don't drive that there much anymore. I mean, so. if people are driving all the way to Sky Canyon, you probably don't need it that much because there's no way if you needed it that bad, you'd be able to make it out to Sky Canyon. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's so far. I'm like, how far is that? You said like, why are they making? You, like, you'd think you'd put it like on, you know, Decatur and Twain. Or I don't know something closer that we're. Listen. <laughs> you put it on the Queen of Twain, honey, you might run into some violence there. <laughs> yeah. Usually it was violence at that location. I don't know. Some chance and all of them probably be in a little kerfuffle. Oh, maybe, by like, maybe by like the outlet, the south outlets off Las Vegas Boulevard. I don't know. I just feel like it just seems like a crazy distance to be it out. It is. Um, it's out they there. Know. <laughs> they know exactly. You go around out of gas while you're in line waiting for gas. And those that are in need Chance are going to be pushing your way. car <laughs> to but the gas. Like Neutral this more. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What if you um, tow your car out to the thing to fill it up? I don't know. Like you use a AAA and tow it out there. For those that need that, need that. You know what I mean? I like, wonder if I we can just bring it. empty gas <gasps> containers and have them filled up. Oh, for real. Ooh, I don't have yes. one, but that might work. 
That might work wow, too. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a good one. You know, but fifty dollars. Uh, fifty dollars fit either. Unless you get. I the mean, big you never canister. know when you might need yeah. that. Yeah, I heard I people know. are out there trying to steal gas out of cars these days. Oh, they so. are in neighborhoods right. and everything. They're siphoning gas. Right. They're doing everything. They're still in car parts. They're still in yeah. everything. You know, it's crazy. Um, shout out to our Las Vegas Aces. They beat Dallas. Yes. Today. First of all, they had a ten a.m. game. <laughs> Which was 12 I, noon there, which was still crazy. Because they could have had a 12 crazy. game here and then and, get 2 o'clock in Dallas. Right. Or even later. And, and they played like <clears> it, too. The first quarter, second quarter, they were they had a 16-point deficit they overcame, of course. You know, we're not great in the first quarter, the first half, some games. Um, but they came back. They won. They're now 8-0, and they've actually clinched the Western Conference spot for the um, Commissioner's Cup, which is dope because that's a chance for each individual to also get extra money. Um, But they're also number one in the WNBA and um, still two games ahead of the Sun. So I feel like that championship parade may be coming here sooner than later. So when are we going to the game again? Um, Where are you going? So there's a Sunday game. And it is Father's Day. Day. There's a Father's Day game on and Sunday at 3 o'clock. Uh, I want to take my dad to that game. I'm going to so. be at Encore Beach Club. I know you are. I know you are, Mr. Elro. I get <laughs> are it. Are you celebrating Father's Day there? Yeah. Padre's Day. Padre's Daddy's Day. <laughs> Daddy. Zaddy's. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, I did want to show this video. It's a little long, but it's hilarious. I'm sure some people saw it. It made like the ESPN highlights, but there's one thing about these aces and their coach, Becky Hammond. She not only is putting the pressure on them to play and excel and do as best they can on the court, but she's also them allowing them to enjoy their time with each other and build camaraderie and have great interactions for the girls. So watch this. So this is the tortilla what slap the challenge. That's what I like. It's going on here. So they have whoever can keep on. you know whoever can keep their mouth without spitting out the water while they're getting slapped with tortillas. Jackie Young ended up um, winning the competition, but it just shows you that they're not just all straight lace trying to you know and you know they're having fun as a team and getting they're to each other all the way of them losing and risking <laughs> i enjoyed becky hammond and her serious demeanor like yeah so you're out too and now you're out they're so. a slip and fall away of having something injury occur on the courts with all that right. was like post practice so it wasn't like you know it, it could have used a cleanup choking i see choking i see <laughs> I, see, I see assault with food food that i prefer to eat oh my goodness. Goodness. 
I see, I see, I see a whole bunch of <laughs> domestic stuff going on. I see I some other little like. Oh wow! <laughs> we gonna go in. Okay? I see <laughs> locker room fights. That's my friend. I see so much going on. That is my boy. I see. Yeah. What in the all's bells going on? I'm looking at this and I'm like, they have fun. on the court. Yeah, everything. And falling. There's tortillas in play. Not with no meat on it, but you go slap me with the tortilla. No, uh-uh. Why are there going to be meat on it? Uh, Slapping me with some tortilla. You're wearing an iPad. Uh, if you don't go make game, me like... a burrito with that thing or some fatalas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. So, uh... <laughs> what happened to, like, good old-fashioned duck duck goose? Right! <laughs> That just shows that the age there. Clearly, oh my about the god, we are taking this game. to a whole new TikTok level. What is going on? Some TikToks, you know, we see these kids doing this stuff, and it's like, what are you doing, lady? Oh my god! But it's funny. I mean, I know it gives a good boost of morale, gives some good yeah. camaraderie. They can playfully yeah. have fun and stuff like that. But they're still a slip and fall away for injury. All that water on that court, they were slipping and sliding them sneakers, honey. They ain't even lay no tarp down or nothing to protect themselves. They're like, they good. They good. Everybody we gonna get a bag. Back playing again. Everybody was fine, so we they all good. We gonna all get good. we gonna get a pack of mission tortillas, Dre. Listen, I see I see phone calls. I see conference. We gonna calls. do this at your at your, at your we're gonna do this at your book see, your book signing. I see warnings <laughs> and write ups. I do. I see all of that. I just oh, see like oh uh-uh. my gosh, that's so funny. All right, so uh, the Las Vegas Lights are oh, giving yes. away tickets to um, like all youth sport athletes that are in. Las oh, Vegas. Cool. You can go to the Lies FC website, click on Youth Sports Night, and you can redeem a free ticket. I believe it's like the first thousand tickets they're giving away for the youth, the youth in Las Vegas who are athletes to go to their game on Friday 24th, which I believe is their next home match. So, shout can out I to the Lights. About the lights? Mm-hmm. Yes. These games are so fun. They are. They go live. It's a lot of fun. It's it live. Is. It's uh, I don't know what's going on, but it's just, it's a good time. It is. They go live. I they really love do. going there. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's good. We'll have to go. I haven't been to a lights game yet this season, and I need to I go, know, but it either. does. It go, they go yeah. live. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Shout out to the Electric But Company. I do have some, I have some advice for folks. Okay. Don't fall for the all-you-can-drink beer. The $2 beer nights? Dollar beer nights? Where, yeah. Where it's like all-you-can-drink. Because that line is so long. Like, you're only going to get, like, one beer. You're going to miss all the games. So just, you have to do regular price. I don't even think they've had one this year. They had, like, a dollar juice night before. Um, But, yeah, we'll see. They're also going to have another water water balloon contest to have the world's largest water balloon contest on that 24th as well. So that was a good one, too. That'll be good. Yeah. I see... what do you, re- release slips for um, harm. <laughs> I, I see. Don't say your HR or brass is okay as long as it's not filled with yeah. anything else. You know what I mean? Like that's. I see black eyes. <laughs> oh my God. I see um, more black eyes with the tortillas than I do the water. Okay. Tortillas. So we're moving on to the NBA playoffs. Uh, game six is tomorrow in Boston. Currently, the Warriors are up 3 2. Uh, Steph Curry actually broke his 233 streak of having a three-pointer every game for the last regular season and playoffs. 233 straight games. He didn't have a three-pointer last night and broke his streak, which I'm sure is – it's just crazy. Not one three 
Yeah, but he's brother? okay with it. I feel like he's not oh, yeah. sick with it either, too. You know, if it was a Jason Tatum, he'd probably be crying in the car. You know, but right. it's Steph Curry here. So when we go to Boston, we'll just see what it does. I had picked uh, Golden State in six. Six mm-hmm. would be Boston. Yeah. Um, it's not the first time that they've won something as far as a championship in a visiting arena because they did that before with even Cavaliers. So hopefully they can go ahead and close on out because I don't yeah. want this to drag any further. I would like to see them win and chase, but I don't necessarily need to see them win and chase. I just need to see a win. And I need to see right. Boston sit on that 17 championship. For those who don't know, and Ray, you know, I'm a Laker fan. We have 17 wins. Boston has 17 wins. <laughs> I need them to not gain an 18. I think I need them to sit right where they are with my 17. Okay. Okay. And not okay. Do you have a favorite in this in this Andre for the for the finals? <clears throat> you know, I watch basketball um, at the very very end when it's the finals. <laughs> Um, and then, at, like, I've been watching the whole season. And, like, I got a dog in the fight. And so <laughs> I am going for Golden State. Yay! Um, yeah, like, I want them to to win. Don't ask me who who's on the team besides Curry. <laughs> right. Steph Curry That's okay. And what, what's the other dude? Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what's we the other guy? Draymond Green. <laughs> yeah. So besides them three. <laughs> Don't ask me. I'm all, I'm all for them winning. Oh, I man. Okay. Well, again, game six is tomorrow. We're looking forward to that. Um, right now, the Stanley Cup finals is on. Yes. Avalanche are hosting the Lightning. It now is tied at the end of three. So we're going into the we're going into overtime for playoffs, which basically, if you remember when Vegas Gold Knights were in the Stanley Cup final and we went into the playoffs one game. It's literally a 20-minute period every overtime. So there's no shootout to figure out who's going to be winning this. It's literally you're playing another 20-minute periods up mm-hmm. until there's a final a winner. So that's going to be starting here shortly. Um, what do you have, Mel? You know, the Lightning are going on three. So this would be their third time winning straight the Stanley Cup if they win. I kind of want to go for the underdog. You know, I feel like I'd like to see the Avalanche win. Maybe they're not the underdog this year, but I mean, just in general. Okay. Jorge around? I feel like your eyes are wandering. Oh, (laughs) yeah, he was around. And can we just, can we go back to the basketball real quick? Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Is Jorge giving you some Uh, tips? No. So, you know, Jorge doesn't watch basketball or football. And now when he he watches the games, he'd be all into it. He does. Remember like when, when he went to Santa Fe to that? go watch the game? He was into that Super Bowl when we, I was over, and he was also into that we, Golden we State We lasted game. about 30 minutes. We're like, we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> but we crazy. watched it, though. We watched. We watched. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Well, good yeah. for him. Hopefully you guys become more than tennis um, fans out Does there, he watch tennis, you know? Dre? No, he'll watch it's it. It's too early for him. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That too. Um, Mo, your Raiders signed Hunter Renfro to an extension. Big, yeah, but when we signed Waller. Him. What was that? When we signed Waller. Right. That's right. what I'm waiting on. I mean, I appreciate the Hunter Renfro. I'm not going to be a hater to that. But when we signed my boy Waller, is his, I need is my husband his, to be in the city. Is his... Is his is his um contract up or is it just trying to get an extension for like an addition? Trying to get more money in extension and oh, just see, okay. yeah, well, try to keep him. You know what I mean? His but it's hard when you just got Devontae Adams too. So I mean, I mean, sure the money is getting tight is, out there. What's that? What is he? What is Hunter Renfro getting? Like what? Twelve million guaranteed or something like that? 
21 guaranteed, but he's got two years for 32. Got you. Okay. Well, I need Darren Waller to get that contract too. We need our we need our tight end. I hope no we need him. Andre, we can just remove him if we want to. Oh, he's coming back. <laughs> okay. He's coming back. Uh, I did find this hilarious weather clip. So for all of my fellow Dallas Cowboy haters, um, please take a listen. And now we look at our 10-day forecast. It's looking a little bit like those Dallas Cowboys is peaking in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, they're peaking. Peaked and then came back. Everybody has, everybody has something to say. Salute to Dak. Salute to Dak. Keeping it, holding it down. Right. Um, for Dallas Cowboys. He ain't holding <laughs> nothing down. He's not. Keeping his head up, you know. That he is. He has no choice to do. But yeah. keep his head up. Listen. Actually, I'm not going to mention it. But yes. So salute to, to Zach. Yes. And whoever else is on the team. Or Dak. Uh... <laughs> For the WNBA, all-star voting ends on the 20th. So for anybody out there, if you still haven't voted, you can still vote, I believe, every day. Make your vote selections. All-star weekend, unfortunately, is not going to be in Las Vegas this year. It will be in Chicago July 10th, but closing of voting is on the 20th. Of course, we'd love to see as many aces as possible in there. Um, and also a big shout out to S Sabrina Ionescu. She had a triple double yeah, she did. Um, a few days ago in just three quarters. It's the first to ever happen in WNBA. Yeah. So to have a triple double um, in three quarters, there's only been 11 total triple doubles in WNBA history. So to have one in three quarters was kind of amazing. And we also had our first dunk of the WNBA season by um, Dallas Wings, Awat Queer, I believe her name is. Um, she was, I think she's a, was a draftee this year. Mm. So yeah, good for that. I also wanted to show a highlight. I'm not sure what this was for. Um, it looks like maybe ESPN had put it on, but uh, Vanessa Bryant um, did a, a narration for this three minute video. We'll put, put the whole video up uh, later, but this is about a minute of it um, about uh, Diana Taurasi and the White Mamba. The WNBA didn't exist when Diana Taurasi was a young girl, so she aspired to be a Laker. But just 10 days after she turned 15, the WNBA debuted in June of 1997 at the Great Western Forum, then home to her beloved Lakers. It's the latest chapter in the history of women's sports, the WNBA. And a new goal was born. Diana Taurasi, the All-American it took her across the country to stores Connecticut to play for a program and a coach who insisted that the hard road to excellence was the only one worth traveling. Connecticut has won the national championship again. Diana won three national championships with Gina Oriyama at UConn and did it with a bravado and flair that made people enjoy the show without fully realizing how much sweat and toil went into it. Diana Taurasi will go out on top. Even then, the Mamba mentality drove her to consistently put in the work during practice in empty gyms so she could shine brighter when the lights came on. Diana was a number one draft pick in 2004. So, yeah, that's a, they have like that's a whole nice. three and a half. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Like it. It's really nice. Yeah, I think what's also touching. pretty cool is this, y'all showing clips. Hey. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you know, so. Good. I try. Thank you. I try a little bit. <laughs> Next time, send us a clip of you, and maybe we can show a video or something for you. You know, I will. I'll show you when I was in the dog <laughs> video. It'd be like, what, one second? <laughs> All right, so we're going to do some sneaker drops. Um, it's time for some sneaker drops. So these... There is no date that I could find, but they're supposedly releasing this month. This is the last of Virgil's um, Nike collaborations before his passing. So this is the Nike Air Force One mid off-white. Supposedly, again, dropping this month. I'm not sure on a date, but I just, I don't know. Andre, what are your this... thoughts on it? Um, I think it's okay. Okay. It's that cleat thing. I just, I'm... I mean, I don't, I don't, it just almost feels like a cleat to me. And I own some can, like those and they're actually really yeah. comfortable to walk oh, on. They're good. not too bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I like them. With the cleats on, with the rubber cleats on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, so they're not really too, sharp. Yeah. It's just very. Okay. No. Uh -uh. Okay. It's very good. comfortable. Right. It's just aesthetic. I think effect. I like them. I mean, I think okay. I like these I like the and also not tripping, but I can't figure it out yet. Yeah. Okay, well, you can get back to us on that. Um, also, the Converse and the Stussy's One Stars, they've got high and low editions. These will be out on tomorrow, the 16th. So, you know, Converse is owned by Nike, so you can find them on the <coughs> Nike or Sneakers app. I'm not a fan, but, you know. I like the CDGs uh, with Converse. I like Converse, but I don't not I don't really I feel like the star, the one star it's looks it looks like a Dallas star. It looks like a cowboy star and I'm just not feeling it. I mean the iconic yeah. star has been modified because that's you know Converse High Top has that iconic star. So it looks like they kind of did it specifically for the skate culture with mm. these or the surf culture yeah. with Stussy. Yeah. But it's whatever. Sure. Like I said, yeah. I like the uh, oh the Stanley Cup game, by the way, I just got an update. Is it heading into overtime? That's what I said. Oh, I didn't even hear you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. When we're talking the playoffs that they're going into the it went into overtime. Oh, there goes Mo. That's what happens sometimes. She gets cut off in an hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so next up, these are for women. These are the women dunk lows. Um, I'm sorry. These are the Jordan one retro lows. This is the bleached coral. I do like these. You know, the whole retro one dunks are very in right now. It's cute. There it's she cute. is. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. The blue oh, like formo. Yeah, I like those. those nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. We also have the women's dunk low orange paisleys. The orange paisley of the swoosh goes all around the back and into the Nike logo. So I like the orange. I don't know about the paisley, but it's there. We also have the AJ Jordan's 36. These are the Taco J's on the right, as well as the Jordan series Taco JPE on the left. Jason Tatum has a huge collection, apparently, of Jordans, including these Taco J's that honor his love for tacos and tortillas. <laughs> hey, slapping the I'm shoes. They ain't doing the slapping the shoes with the bottle. The water drinking water slapping the taco shoes, are they? Maybe these are the shoes they should have been wearing, you know, to reach their full potential. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the I'm taco jays. <laughs> the taco jays come out First on Jay's. the 17th. <laughs> I'll be waiting to see Jorge in them. Um, another interesting take on sneakers right now. These are the Nike Dunk Low the barbershop 
pack. As you can tell that these wow. both uh, colorways have a pair of clippers at the edge wow. of the laces. They come I feel in... like there's going to be a whole bunch of barbers getting these. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you already right. know. You already know. I mean, Go I can ahead, build... <laughs> it's the They come in the gray and the black. I mean, I would assume it comes off. You can see right there. that you on. It just seemed odd. Like, but... you never know. We have to do, like, a quick lineup, so. <laughs> I was thinking, you know what I thought, too, and... Dre? I honestly thought it wasn't even the clipper clip. I thought it was, like, a hair clip at first, because I was like, oh, Stop. I could take this hair clip off, <laughs> clip it into my locks, and rock it that way. There you go. Uh, multifunctional. Multifunctional. Yeah. Hilarious. We got those come out on the 17th. We also have the reboots of the Easy. Yeah, me too. The Bone, <laughs> <Drake>. and, <laughs> the Bone and the Onyx. They are both getting restocked on June 20th. Hit Andre right now. <laughs> you know him. Use a quick hard pass on them things. Hey, I'm not a big Easy fan either, but I not just said. <laughs> I mean, I'll take some, I would, I'll take some out of all the Easies, right. I would take. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Why threes or something other than that? And then what's with Kanye getting mad at Adidas now? Adidas over his slides. I mean, you're company, you're partnered with Adidas, so how can you really be mad at some point? That's so what he gets from that for ditching Nike. He should have stayed. But I have more red on the rest of us. All main slides. That's what I need to get. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, speaking of slides, we do have a nice little sale of designer clearance at Nordstrom. You guys can what? contact me on my Most Styles You page. There are some Balenciaga slides on sale. I got some in addition Givenchy to ones. Yes, and some Givenchy slides as well on sale. Actually, a really good price point right now on the designer clearance. And they actually have some size runs, so full slide mm -hmm. game is going to be really popping. A lot of Meanwhile, I'm just happy with my Croc slides, so <laughs> yeah. thank you. <laughs> so, I wanted to off, not off this, but Saks Fifth Avenue a couple of weeks ago, and they had like a ton of Balenciaga slides. It was crazy. Yeah, I wonder I what's going Crocs, on. I, I wonder what's going on, why they um, are all, all featured on sale. Like, it's a ton of them. Because Kim wears it and Kanye. I guess I don't know. Like, I just, I'm just overpopulated now. The slides while they're discounted like that, when no other brand of slides are really going on sale like that. And slides That's are crazy. a hot commodity during the summer, so to have them on sale yeah. is very interesting to me. Yeah, what was I'm the price really point, slides. Andre? What was the price point for the clearance slides? I got mine for like two something, two and some change. Yeah, that's about what they are on sale because they were normally like four, yeah. right, or three somewhere in there. Five. Five on the Balenciaga. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, okay. on the Givenchy. Oh, on the Givenchy ones. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. That's still I'm not, not a slides kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. So I went ahead and copped them. I'm not a slides person, but I don't know. I just feel in the red ones, and I feel like. So I we're gonna wear those for Elro on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, um, the pandas are back, but this time it's the panda high that's getting a restock for the Nike Dunks. These will be out on 621. You've also got the Air Jordan 1 lows, the true blue, which of course is that cement and marina blue. These will be out on June 22nd. Last but not least, I saw these and wanted to puke because it reminded me of uh, 49ers colors, but it is the Jordan mid Capra Niners. red. Did you hear? Did you hear? And and like your Niner gang, uh, Capra right. Niners. I don't even know why they they never they listen. Cap I thought the, you were on the, 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 the Garoppolo. The I thought you were on to Garoppolo by now, weren't you? Isn't no. Jimmy G your guy? No. 
Oh, okay. I'll remember that come football season. <laughs> it depends on who's playing. <laughs> hey, and I do have a very special another dog. You know, we've been showing dogs that are up for adoption. So I wanted to showcase uh, Miss Piper. She is two and a half years old. She's a Husky Pit mix. Now, it would be helpful for uh, Miss Piper to find a home with no children. She is an active, active dog, as most Husky mixes are. If you so like how to she gonna be, a... I have a question. How is she going to be picking and say she wants somebody with no kids? <laughs> I think so. The rescue, Dead they actually. On arrival. <laughs> The rescue actually kind of, um, you know, get, kind of watches them to see their interactions just to make sure they're making a safe placement for the dog. They don't want to have to adopt the dog and it get returned to them. So they want to find the appropriate yeah. placement. for. It's kind of like when you used to work in foster care placement, Andre, how you want to find the right fit for a foster child. Yes. You want to make a forever home. So same with here forever. and Piper. You can go to um, animalalliance.org, fill out an application if you'd like to be um, – in the contention for Piper, but um, she's go ahead and get Piper, that. Andre. Oh. Yeah, now, yeah. I, I, if you come across a miniature golden doodle, who oh is, god, those are not, not getting in a rescue about a month old. A miniature. I'm holding out for a miniature golden doodle that's a month old. You can borrow my mom's full size. Mm. Nala's so. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to raise his own. Well, he needs to he needs to try having one for like a temporary basis to see if he's gonna want it still. Cause watch, he's gonna get one and be like, "Oh my god, it's just too much. I can't." Well, we decide we're gonna get a live-in um, dog keeper, dog nanny. So, <laughs> Must dog be nice keeper. in the life. Wow. You know, just things a you nanny do. for your dog. Out of my tax bracket, wow. there, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. like when when we're out at Elroy or. Yeah, yeah, and just late night dinners, like right. That's what dog child. daycares are for, and 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 boarding. But I yeah, guess but if you got that kind home. of live in home, yeah. yeah. Okay. They gonna cook oh. and clean too. Probably. <laughs> They'll cook and clean for the dog. <laughs> They'll be the nanny for the dog. The dog will be having chicken and rice and little petit filet. And of course, all that fancy stuff. Of course, of course. Not to mention the outfit choices that the dog might have. Oh my gosh. That's what the kind of Balenciaga. Does Balenciaga make dog outfit? I mean, I can I, just I wish be... they did because I would totally want the dog to have outfits if I I'm get not, a little dog. I'm not a dog outfit person. Oh, they I got, love they the outfit. They have a dope collar, though. And yeah, they have like that boots, too. So when they go outside, too. they have to wear booties because they're bringing that stuff in the house. But, you know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, dogs do get dirty, right? That's what, I'm trying to figure that out. Like, <laughs> what's going to be the process from them going outside, playing, using the bathroom, then coming back? I got that part. I got to figure out. Good luck with that, Andre. Good luck with it. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Andre for joining us. Thanks, uh, Dre. Make sure you keep us posted on your soon to be yes. revealed book, the book within a book, the seven ways to thank disappear. You. We look forward to that. We, of course, um, love everything about you. And, and Andre, where can they find you, Mr. Handsome? Yeah. Um, oh, thank you. Where can you find me? You can find me. What What day and what time? Uh, as far about? as on social media. Social too. media. Oh, yeah, oh social media. 
Sorry, I got confused. Um, so Facebook, Andre Wade, social media, uh, like Twitter and uh, Instagram, Andre underscore in underscore Vegas. So uh, yeah, Wonderful. hit me up. All right. I'm, All right. I'm trying to increase my followers. I have 13 followers right now, so I'm just trying to get it to 20, <laughs> so you all can help me out. Well, you got to get active on there. Start posting yeah. more. So you can get engaged with your Share audience. this video right here. There right. You go. I know. I, I will <laughs> send me some clips of me of sounding brilliant or something. Brilliant. We got you. All right, you guys, we appreciate you. We'll stay tuned. We'll catch you all next Wednesday. Same time. Be safe and happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Woo! Woo! Get your flag. Yeah. Look, Nordstrom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Nordstrom Pride Event Friday. We're all going to be busting our Pride shirts. Yes. Celebrating Pride. All of it. All the great content.